0: It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8pm on the...
1: Good night. How are you doing today? That's good. (laughs) Anyway, uh, it's just me here today right now. Um, We're going to do the normals this time because it is the end of the year. It is December 30th, 2018. So let's get the uh let's get the speep gifts and speedin' and um let's get into it. How
2: do you feel? I'm gonna explode, you you your gonna explode. I'm gonna explode. Watch out. I'm gonna explode
1: like atomic bombs.
3: and Barney see an octopus plane at Nagchuka, they hurriedly land, thinking that at last they may have cornered their deadly enemy. No sooner do they climb out of their plane, however, when they are arrested by a Tibetan officer and, along with Dr. Kingsley, Little Jean, and Bob Gilmore, are placed in jail without any explanation. While they're trying to figure out the reason for this turn of events, the octopus plane takes off. At the same moment, the boys are informed that the chief of police will see them, and we find them in his office now.
4: This is a fine mess. What's the idea of throwing us in jail and letting the octopus fly away?
5: Before I answer any of your questions, you must answer mine. Who are you? Who am I?
4: Who am I? Clint, tell him who we are.
5: Well, I will, Barney, if you calm down long enough to let someone else talk. Now, Chief depot. Yes? This is Barney Dunlap. This is Speed Gibson, and I am Clint Barlow. All of the International Secret Police. There were more in your party. Three more, I believe. Yes, sir. Bob Gilmore and the doctor and his little girl. They're waiting for us now outside. Well, they are more or less the innocent parties, Chief Tipo. According to my information, not one of you is innocent. What information? It is from a very reliable source. From Paul Mounier, to be exact. Paul Mounier? A scientist who has come to Tibet to carry on certain experiments... And I assure you that I shall not allow secret agents from any country to interfere with these experiments or steal them so that their country can use them selfishly, perhaps for destruction. Clint, what's he talking about? Well, I don't know, Steve, but we'll soon find out. Chief Tipo, a terrible mistake has been made somewhere. We're not spies, enemy agents. We're the secret police and have come to Tibet to arrest the criminal known as the Octopus. The Octopus? You've heard of him? Of course but he is
6: not in Tibet. That's what you think, Chief Teepo. We drove him out of Hong Kong after a long fight and followed him here. We know he's in Tibet because we saw his plane here at Nog when we landed. But now because you arrested us, we might lose his trail because he's escaped. Took off just a few
5: minutes ago. Who is this boy? Well, oh, Speed is my nephew, and the youngest member of the secret police. Do you know where this uh Mounier is? I am still asking all questions, Barrow. Remember, you are my prisoner. Well, here are our identification papers, Chief. And if you want further proof of our identities, cable Hong Kong or or Chief Riley in New York. Yeah, you speak strangely for spies. But Mounier said you were clever.
6: Clint, this Mounier fella must be the octopus. Must yes,
5: be. That's exactly what I've been thinking. No one else would go to the trouble of framing us so well. Framed us so well, we're ready to be hung, if you ask me. But while holding us here, Chief Depot, you're allowing the most dangerous criminal in the world to establish himself somewhere in Tibet. You mean you accuse Mr. Mounier of being the octopus? Absolutely. What proof have you? Well, no visible proof. But on the other hand, what proof of you that we are spies? The word of a man I have known for quite a while. Paul Mounier, has come to Tibet before this... He pays the Tibetan government well for the privacy in which to carry on his experiments.
4: Ah, uh, money, is it? Well, we'll give you plenty if you'll just let us go so as we can take out after that devilfish.
5: fish. Money has nothing to do with it, Dunlap. The Tibetan government respects the wishes of its citizens.
6: You mean Mr. Mounier is a
5: citizen of Tibet? Yes. He took out naturalization papers five years ago. Don't mean
4: a thing. That octopus guy has citizenship papers in every country in the world. I tell you, Tipo, he's a bad egg. Believe me.
5: Well, if you don't believe our story, at least give us a chance to prove our innocence of the charges against us. Cable Chief Riley in New York and ask him about us. We'd better send a code word along, too, Clint, so the chief will know it's really us. Uh, yes, and tell Chief Riley that our password is Mademoiselle Fifi. Yeah,
4: that was his code name in the beginning of this mess.
5: Riley was Fifi at a hat shop in New York. Will you cable New York, Chief Depot? Very well, I think you are merely playing for time, but I will give you the chance you ask for. Oh, swell. I know Chief Riley us. If he does not speed Gibson, you know what happens to spies when they are caught. Ah!
7: Below us, Kwan-Mu. A strange and wonderful city, Master. Where are we going to land? Do you see that jagged mountain just ahead? Yes.
8: There is a large house clinging to its side, overlooking La, the pass of the Iron Dagger. That will be our headquarters, and the level plateau near the house—you cannot see it as yet—will be our landing field.
7: An isolated spot, indeed.
8: Isolated, yet easily reached by those who know its secret trails and underground passages, Mu. It is the perfect location for our purposes.
7: But if the landing field is visible, will it not attract attention should anyone fly over it?
8: Not many will fly near that mountain move. And if strangers should land, they will find nothing suspicious. Scientists at work,
7: that's all. Everything else will be hidden. Uh, you'd better pass in your safety belt while I land. Very well. That pass of the Iron Dragon looks forbidding indeed. Will there be anyone at the house to meet us? Not
8: yet. I do not expect my local captain until tomorrow. We left Nakhchuka rather sooner than I thought we would, but it is well. I want to go over the house thoroughly before the others come. You and I must have exits. Plenty of places of safety
7: that no one else should know about. We have made a safe landing. Yes.
8: Yes, it would have been more difficult had the wind been blowing. It whistles down the pass and creates treacherous down currents. The route that we took to this field is the only safe one. And when the wind is blowing, it is best not to attempt a landing at all. Ah, and now to inspect our new headquarters.
7: And that is the house?
8: You do not
7: like the looks of it? It is most desolate, master. Master. It looks haunted. Come, we shall go
8: inside where it's warmer. This house has everything that we need. From food to bullets. I can turn this into a fort at the moment's notice.
7: But how did all this come about?
8: I have a clever agent here in Tibet. I knew that someday I would come here. This would be my last stand. Because I could go no higher. From this place, I shall dictate to the world. Now, here we are.
7: Oh, this door has not been open for some time.
8: I told you the place was full of secret passages and underground exits and entrances. This door is only for uh, inquisitive strangers. <laughs>
7: Master, why, this house is a palace.
8: (laughs) Why should we not live in luxury, Wu? I'm tired of plain surroundings. Everything in this palace is rich, beautiful, excepting the arsenal and the laboratory, where I shall carry on my experiments. (laughs) But uh, no one shall see these places save you and I.
7: Ah, careful. Those cobwebs.
8: Leave them alone for the time being. I have something in common with the spider. We both spin our webs and wait for the unsuspecting victim to become entangled. Then, we devour him.
7: Are we to always have the spiders with us, then?
8: No. All this shall be cleared away when my agent comes tomorrow. He brings workers with him. It was more important to start our activities here than to sweep away spider webs, Quan Wu.
7: I understand, Martha. Now let us
8: proceed to the laboratory. There I shall call Black Pass on the short wave set and also listen in to any conversations that may be coming from Nagchuka. <laughs> I am curious to know how my friends the secret police are enjoying the jail. <laughs>
5: So that's the whole story of the octopus, Chief Tebow. Now you know why we're so anxious to capture him. Why, he's a menace to the whole world.
6: Yeah, and we've chased him all the way from Alameda, California, Chief. He even tried to stop us
4: during the China Clipper flight. And what happened to us in Hong Kong because of that mug ain't fit to
5: tell. And you say he kidnapped this young woman, Masha Winfield, and you believe her to be here in Tibet? Yes, and perhaps her brother, Lawrence. He goes not in Lhasa. Everyone who goes there must first pass through Natchuka. She was brought
4: here by Splendors, a renegade aviator. He wouldn't set down here, that's a cinch. But I've got a hunch Marsha's somewhere near Lhasa if the octopus is around here. Why, well, the headquarters of the gang
5: must be in or near Lhasa. A ah, criminal then in the Holy City, never. First, but it might be nearer, Chief Tepo. The octopus is clever enough to seek such a place, knowing that close proximity to Laza will give him plenty of protection. I'll say so. Nobody'd think of looking for him there. Yeah, your story sounds very convincing, Mr. Barlow, but I must wait for the reply from Chief Riley in New York before I can free you. And then you'll believe that Paul Meunier is really the octopus? In all speed, I still think that Mr. Meunier was mistaken as to who you were. That is all. Now listen. If Chief Riley's cable proves prove that we've been telling the truth... That means we've got a good case of false arrest against the now police force, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Well,
4: yes. And the international secret police are a darn sight more powerful than you or any
6: other country's police force. You know that what too, don't you? He explain. Chief Riley will be awful mad when he finds out that you stopped us. Why couldn't his ace I operator? I had
5: no alternative. Mounier himself said you were spies. And after all. I have no proof yet that you are not. But if you get that proof, will you take a chance with us that Mounier and the Octopus are one and the same man? Will you tell us where he's gone? Join forces with us and aid us in capturing him. Well, yes, I will. If that proof comes. Chief Tipo? Yes. a cablegram from America. It's yeah. from China. Hey, hey, give it hey, to you know, me. What? Just a minute until I see what it says. Read it out loud, Chief. Chief Tipo, let you this will verify identities of Barlow, Dunlap, and Gibson. Tell them the lid is off. If he will back them to the limit, expect all Tibetan police and officials to do likewise. Chief Riley, International Secret Police. <laughs>
1: Some newsy stuff, you know. Uh, what was that? Oh, gosh, I was listening to the latest Rialto report right before the show, and um, like I said, it's the end of the year, and they did a um, uh, a year end. Oh, they just told this really great story, um, about this fella from Avon Films, Phil uh and it's just great and heartbreaking and everything that's great about that fucking uh uh well it's not just a podcast it's a show and just really good stuff really well researched anyway who cares uh let's see so um if anybody cares t- uh, tomorrow i got that uh two stand up gigs i got one at Delirium, and uh, which is in Soma, and then I got one here with uh, Mike Spiegelman, so that should be fun. It's been a minute. I didn't get to get up on Friday, man. Oh, by the way, I hope you liked last week's episode with the, the show that I produce. It's a pretty fun show. It's not exactly the episode I would have picked, but I just sort of randomly chose one off of the old um, late night feed, and um, yeah you know it's a good representation Evelyn was the host she's really great or no Erie she goes by Erie sorry I just, I just like the name Evelyn so <laughs> some people don't you know um, okay here we go uh, the links for the last well the last you're gonna hear but the last links this year for all the g bunny and Woo, uh, Woostein, Woostein, uh fans out there here we go Links 2013, 18 posted on 20, 2013. I didn't even, did I say any of that right? Try that again. Yep yep yep, yep. 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 Oh, all the good shit I was thinking about that I like, I was watching the, um, I really love the dice tower. <laughs> it's, um, um, it's just about board games <laughs> and, um, but they're, they're like the old, the the oh, OGs, man. They've been putting in work and it's just really good stuff. The three people, well, the three mains are really, really good and um really relatable. It re- and what's great is that they keep everything family friendly because board games are for like I don't know they quote family friendly, but anyway, they keep it like PGG type shit. So like you never go in there and worried about or not worried, but just you you know that <laughs> I mean is it is it gets it, it can get real dirty because they're adults, <laughs> but it's like, oh, I, what's really great? Oh, God damn it! Fuck it! I got a I got two hours. What the fuck am I talking about? Anyway, um, I uh, <laughs> one of the things that's really great about like that and a lot of different shows is. Well, at least one of the things that I like about these things is one of the, let's see, how do I, how to explain this? One of the things that drew me away from watching movies as movies and enjoying them as much as I used to when I was like young, like really young and just was devouring movies like a Hoover, which maybe sort of did it too, was like watching people, like, especially when I would smoke pot and even not, but like I could see them acting <laughs> which just breaks all verisimilitude as it were therefore I'm now I'm just watching people pretend to do something and it's like what what are we doing here folks so and it almost wouldn't matter how good of a movie it was because I'm just'm I'm watching this person pretend to do something and like it it I had to sort of walk away from movies for a while and just sort of in fact I still don't really watch a lot of like feature films sort of stinks and you know how like you know just through sheer editing anything is so manipulatable but you know i'll figure i've watched you know i'm a documentary fan but i used to like to watch shit like c-span and things that were on like television and like these long like they they're not intended to be character studies but they end up becoming character studies and I I find those very interesting and it's really, it's, it's a creepy sort of habit that I have that like I'm, I'm drawn to just observing and like, that's it. But like, I don't, like I certainly know where the creepo line is. Like, <laughs> and my creepy line, I think, is like four thousand meters, like inland from where like most people's are. So it's like I, you know, but because weirdly, people are both interesting and boring, <laughs> predictable. Maybe that's it. They're they're really predictable and unpredictable at the same time. So that's sort of interesting. And even like. To see how people do normal, just the things that you do in how they do it, you know, shit like that. Like I used to like doing that at work to see, okay, you know, like in a kitchen, for example, like, all right, so this is how this person, you know, I don't know, cuts an onion or this is their, you know, like there's particular ways of people doing everything, Like, how do they click a pen? What is their fidget habits? What are they (laughs) like? All these little details, human details that I've, uh, I just find interesting. I don't know why. And, um, um, C SPAN would be interesting to just, you could really watch somebody. And, uh, one of the really funny, well, it's not funny, it's exhausting. I had to stop watching because it was just infuriating. I don't know how the fucking guy does it, but, um, the they have this thing called like I think it was a morning edition or some shit, right? A breakfast with the with the C-span, whatever. It's like this awful call in show where it's just this like static talking headshot like of a dude behind a desk. <laughs> it's usually a guy. And back when I was listening watching it, um oh god, what's his ass? Who he's like NBC News's head Todd Shaw, some bullshit. Todd Shaw, that is not it. That is too short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost said Todd Bridges, and that is definitely wrong. Oh, God, what's his name? NBC News head correspondent. I think that's his name. It's Todd, it's Todd something. NBC News. Todd. Is it Todd? Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd used to fucking do that thing. And have to catch these bullets from morons. And after a while, you like, of watching it, like, I don't know, two, three, four, five years. <laughs> you really catch on. <laughs> certainly didn't take that long. But, like, um uh, you catch on to how, like, not just samey, but like oh it's like samey and agenda driven all at the same time it's like oh it's brutal 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 and just how silly people anyway it's really silly and awful and it was just funny just hold Chuck Todd and like not to say he was a hack then but he was and he is so you know I was actually surprised to see how stupid is this. This is how into the weeds of television I was at that time. I was surprised to see him make the move from such a respected thing as C-SPAN <laughs> into the into the world of uh, this the money-driven, sordid-ass world of uh, of NBC News. But then I was thinking, because the longer you watch C-SPAN, you see that just a lot of uh politicians are just trying to game how they game the system it's just so obvious and just like ugh. oh i was thinking about i was thinking about a, a a hooker joke like how people always make fun of uh prostitutes you know like hoes <laughs> and i was like i was thinking boy there are a lot of i've seen a lot of hoes in san francisco <laughs> like you know but what's weird about holes in San Francisco is holes are in their cars. <laughs> Hole, see, that's not you can't say are in the holes in cars. Oh, you see a lot of holes in cars in San Francisco.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they got the they got the they got the sticker on the window and the mustache on the car. Just selling their ass all night. I seen a motherfucker yesterday. I think that's what got me. Last night I seen a guy with, uh, he had on top of his roof, like in the Blues Brothers, where they used to have a megaphone. He had a billboard on the front of his shit was the, um, the lift sent bleak all lit up and. Purple or whatever the fuck, and like he was on his phone checking. I think he had like a, a, a bag of like groceries and shit he was getting for somebody. <laughs> like, what? What is going on in this world? What? It's so weird. Just like, this weird. Servant. This what kind of servant ass. <laughs> fuck that bullshit. Anyway, just give a motherfucker a job he can work. <laughs> Like, I keep telling you, like, I keep seeing these downtown fucking stores, like, empty It but it, like Christmas. <laughs> what? I, you know, something's out of balance. You know? Anyway, whatever. I don't even... I, I'm sure I didn't say one fucking thing in that whole time I was just talking there. All right. <laughs> oh, that was the other thing. <laughs> I was thinking about how I'm not a fan of... um People tell me about shit I can't listen to. <laughs> it's like, why are you telling me about a podcast? Like, well, you know, so anyway, they also reports the shit. God, it's so good. Anyway, <laughs> You know, it's really funny. God damn it. I will get to these links, but I'm in no rush, obviously. Um, was <laughs> when like, I think I talked about this before, but when other people if, are like fans of like a thing and then do that thing. And I don't know if they know that they're doing that thing or if it's just like, well, we're going to just like use this model of a thing and then just sort of work around that model. And, you know, we'll just be us doing that model. (laughs) It's like, all right. It's like any band. It's like anything. It's like, all right, whatever. Oh, man. Speaking of good bands, I hadn't listened to uh, like a motherfucker from Johnny Thunder's in ages. That's one of those records so fucking good. That's like. uh, boy it's um what's like uh black sabbath's first record i don't listen to it very often because it's so fucking good that when i do it's just like ah it's just too good to ruin like i've ruined so many good records listening to them over and over and over and over and over i was like dude that's just oh oh, man fucking great (laughs) even shit led zeppelin god damn it (laughs) They make me, I shake my head every time I think of Led Zeppelin because every Thursday and Friday from five to fucking 10 o'clock, Thursday and Fridays, that's 10 hours a week of Led Zeppelin, my man would play. And like, I was down, I was down. It was fun. Okay? Cause, you know, yeah, I think that's where I really learned to half listen to shit, like, because I'd always be listening to, right? but um, like i learned to just tune that shit out <laughs> We get into like uh what's it into the outdoors some bullshit and i'm just like i don't give a fuck <laughs> anyway links <We're> talking about- <laughs> anyway. hyperlinks Do-do-do-do-do. Twenty thirty eighteen. 18 i should bring that toy piano in here and play piano with the links that'd be fun <laughs> links, links, links. <laughs> the terrible destruction of pinyon juniper forests. <laughs> Counterpunch it says it's awful shit. But you don't know because it isn't it. The Malaysia scandal is starting to look dire for Goldman sacks Matt Taibbi from the Rolling Stone. Eddie Lambert launches last minute 4.4 bit for Sears. Oh, yeah. That's so fucked. And not from his cell, sadly. Yeah. Eddie Lambert. Skype. <laughs> Whatever. That's from the Financial Times. As a grocery chain is dismantled, investors recover their money. Worker pensions are short millions. Surprise. Super. Was
4: super, super. Super.
1: Washington Post why whistleblowers come forward and what happens next amfa national short southwest (laughs) as uh oil and gas exports surge uh what west texas becomes world's extraction colony yeah Texas Tribune oof that's awful that's not that's not a good thing or <laughs> playing uh, civilization you don't want to be an extraction colony all right even the names of those that's not good <laughs> Africa has long been extraction colonies in there <laughs> anyway the case, uh, that's from the Texas Tribune so you know that's fucked up <laughs> all right uh the case uh that's how you know that shit, like uh it's the it's tipped right? Because that means that shit's been happening for a long time. And then the tri- it's finally come to the tribunes. Fi- hey, guy. <laughs> what? All right. Hey, man. You see how all of this is a thing? This is a thing now. Anyway. The case for conditional optimism, quote unquote, on climate change, Fox. <laughs> I mean, there's a really weird trend in people where uh, like youngish people. Like, where they're all in the multiverse. <laughs> they're all about the multiverse. It's like fizz. <laughs> Those things that pops up. And you're like, oh, why is everybody? Oh, and a lot of people, for some reason, are clipping back to Rick and Morty for it, which is weird. Great show. i long a Harmon fan. <laughs> and, like, but it's just funny to me because it's, like, it's such a way of coping with uh, with our reality being screwed and you being defenseless about it you know or feeling defenseless about it it's such a really interesting way that our that people have like zeitgeisted their way into well like um it, to me it's really shitty because it, it's sort of like um <clears throat> like a lot of the kids I remember growing up like in the 90s and shit the 80s and 90s being like well it's already fucked so fuck it. It's just another version of that, you know? Well, that's in this universe. In the other universe, shit's cool. It's like, what? what or the singularity, that horse shit. Well, you know, we're just cogs in a machine or something. You know, it's like, it's, it's really funny horseshit to remove oneself from the equation, sort of. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like i wash my hands of our responsibility which is fine you know hey people make it through a lot of ways but when people look back and they go like well um how did like nazism and all that shit it's like well this is good examples of shit like people believing like instead of focusing your efforts at the at the things of the projects at hand let's say you know you'll sit around and off, or just say well fuck it and just do that. That's what used to really piss me off when I was like a youngish man and all my contemporaries would just be like, Dude, the government don't mean shit. Doesn't do shit. Doesn't mean shit, or whatever. None of this affects my life. <laughs> All this bullshit forever, and it's this is the exact same way of deflecting what's actually going on in the world is by saying, "Well, fuck it." There is another world to deal with. That's crazy. Like, ah, well, whatever. It's just a new fucking flavor on an old fucking popcorn. You know, it's nothing different. It's the same bullshit. Like, but I get, so I just, like, that's one of the things that interests me about history is that, like, okay, so if that's, you know, I'm just thinking about the experiences in my own time that I remember seeing. So if I could go back and, you know, and think about all those people, like, and think of, like, Rome or something, you know? Because I always get, the the example that I always sticks in my mind is how they always describe like the Caesar generation is, is sort of like the youth of like the rock and roll youth sort of like yeah man like they got into this like sort of fey fashion and what they're really describing in, in my head at least is like the affluence of like middle class youth and the lack of direction or anything from either not a state per se but a society as to like prod them into things that are worth their time and reward them for it because societies i don't think are made to do that really which is fucked up because what kind of society we make in here baby you know <laughs> that's one of the things i always liked about uh when we went to europe was like i really dug that like in paris and shit like they would have like hey man this is this year's greatest fucking janitor or whatever, because that's cool. I mean, they give a shit about what like people's line of work. They don't just shit on. Well, like, uh, what do you work at? A fucking McDonald's or whatever the fuck? Like, that's fucked up. Yes, I do, and I try my best, and I try to make every. You know, it's like what? Like, I never understood that shitting on people's like jobs or whatever. It's like, man, fuck you. I used to do it to myself, man, because I think I was above the station that I was at. I would be like fucking janitorializing and being like, I'm fucking better than this. Oh, what does that mean? (laughs) It's just a job. (laughs) You know, so I had to like avail myself of that, but it took a long time. I'm trying to maybe pass on a couple of fucking pieces of advice. (laughs) You can skip that step. It'd be nice to get through life with the step skipped. You know, just fucking be there. You could just like be present and just like live. You know like here which yeah, with uh I was thinking this just now that stand up is a lot like being a kid or trying to be that kid, like just be pure self without all the bullshit, which is the the anyway, which you know I don't i I don't know when I think about that, I think, well jeez, that is not the. It cannot be the best way <laughs> for people in the world, you know, to just give in to, you know, it's that needs and wants bullshit to just give into your wants. And, and, you know, and, you know, because I could just see people just fucking themselves off on their wants instead of, you know, it like ignoring their needs. I could see that really easy, <laughs> like, you know. I could see people living off potato chips and never eating potatoes again. So, you know what I mean? Like, like this, this can't be good. This can't end well <laughs> right? however that goes, you know, but I, I just think people don't like to have those discussions of like, well, what, what happens if we just like fuck up everything? And I think that's what bums those kids out or people out or just people in general. Cause they're like, you know like well we can't do anything about it or what or there's another universe (laughs) like and if you know here's the thing it's not even a like uh i hope i'm right or i know i'm right or none of that bullshit it's you know it's it's like anything due to lack of evidence (laughs) or anything you know or anything You know, I'm not not spending any of my time wasting time thinking about shit like that. That's insane to me. But that's that's part of the thing why I never really sat and read a lot of sci fi in like novel form. Like I'd read in comics and shit like that, but I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> i just don't care a fuck about space shit I like real space shit i and like and then it's just like well it's big and it's just big i like guess that's just that that's enough for me like all the space opera stuff and all that like i like it like it's fun like i like adventure shit but like i don't give a flying shit about space shit. <laughs> Or future or like all that like time skipping bullshit. Well, if you had a... I don't care. <laughs> it's the thinnest gruel ever. What are we eating here? Potato chips. <laughs> all right. The year in review. The 2018 trends and developments. Uh, Valdez clubs, top five. The Valdeye discretion group, top five. The 10 category 5 storms of 2018, second most on record, for Weather Underground. Maybe Noah, quote unquote, as 2018's number three baby for boys is telling us something. That's weird. Noah is 2018's number three baby name for boys? That's a weird name. That's a weird name. Noah? Weird. I wonder why Noah. (laughs) I mean, obviously, it's a biblical name But I was just thinking, like, the thing of that actor, I don't think a lot of people started naming their babies Brad after Brad Pitt was fucking around. I was trying to think of, like, why, uh, let's see, Sophia... Sophia celebrates her ninth consecutive year as the top choice for girls. It's a nice name. Wow, Jackson. R- Jackson remains the most popular name for boys six years running? Jackson. Like, first name Jackson? <laughs> what? That's not a first name. Oh, Jackson Pollock. That's the only Jackson I think I know of as a first name. Jackson. Okay, Uh, Oliver and Layla jumped into the top 10. Hey, my mom will be happy for Oliver. Pushing out Logan and Zoe, (laughs) shame. The fastest climbers of 2018 include Everly, Isla, Leo, and Carson. What in the fuck? That's bananas. Let's see here. So the top 100 baby names of 2018 for boys. See, these have got to (laughs) be... Okay, here we go. Note, to capture true popularity, our exclusive baby names list combines names that sound the same but have multiple spellings, like Sophia, Sophia, Jackson, and Jackson. Our data comes from more than 472,000 parents who shared their baby's name with us in 2018. Okay. Because I looked at these names, and I'm like, there's no fucking way this is right. (laughs) Because boys named Jackson, Liam, Noah, Aiden, Caden, Grayson, Lucas, uh, Mason, Oliver, Elijah, Logan, Carter, Ethan, Muhammad, Jaden. Oh, way down at number 16 is Michael. (laughs) James, Sebastian, Alexander, Mateo, Jacob, Ryan. Get the fuck out oh good the rest of the fucking luke and henry and matthew they're all i love how they all sort of were kind of around the same thing i don't know why i said henry <laughs> henry is i would love a fucking uh uh a jesus uh, a henry type hey i'm a apostle henry <laughs> that's awesome okay anyway yeah see that's why you gotta look it up you know fucking click on them links I was like, that's, there's no way noah's number three <laughs> like in the world there's no there was no way yeah that's less than a million people folks anyway the real fake news top scientific retractions of 2018 oof live science um from Megan Mar- from Meghan Markle to Mega Millions, these were the t- were 2018's top Google searches. Fortune before or after censorship. Uh, 2018. Oh yeah, this is always good. The Audubon Photography Awards top hundred. Sussex chief: Some drone sightings at Gatwick may have been poli- may have been of police drones. <laughs> the Journal. Brexit. <clears throat> Cross party move to stop the clock on hard Brexit. Guardian. Yellow vests. Oh, I guess they got done I'm fucking calling them the Jit. What? Uh, Julette Jits? Or whatever. And the wages of violence. The Wire Part 1. Yellow vest protesters try to storm Macron's holiday hideaway. The local. Yeah. That's what. <laughs> that's what happens. Like when white people piss off other white people, they can't go, like, really hide because there's other goddamn white people. So, ah, they're everywhere, fucking with me. Yeah, you idiots. (laughs) (laughs) uh, They're just poor fucks. Fuck them, right? Poor tunnel closed off on both ends as protesters block entrance. Wow. Buzzy, B-U-Z-Z dot I-E. Hmm, a supply chain choke point. Yeah, no shit. Macron lost authority after caving to Yellow Jacket, says Oatlinger. Oh, please. Two roads for the new French right, New York Review Books. Syracistan. Trump hasn't ordered Pentagon to withdraw truth from Afghanistan. The Hill. Critics of Syria withdraw, fueled rise of ISIS. Yeah, by the way, that's a really funny... um. There's a really good Matt Taibbi article about this. Actually, um, speaking of his uh, somehow, <laughs> well, you're really gonna see them goddamn warhawks, and as you always do when any any time anybody starts talking about pulling troops out, but you really see it when, like, you've actually gone and like done some shit because the only times you'd ever really hear shit about him on the campaign trail from the right wing were when he would talk shit about like any neocon bullshit like gets like fuck these wars type shit right that's the only real time like he could talk about all that other bullshit but when he started talking that shit you actually hear people well oh, this is some unsound bullshit right um and yeah you really you'll really see it over the next couple of weeks and everything especially like i said critics of the syria withdrawal fueled the rise of isis exactly from consortium news a really good uh source the perils of trusting America. No shit. A, re- a reminder for Asian allies. Straits times. We have no eternal allies, and we have no per- uh, perpetual enemies. Our enemy, our interests are eternal and perpetual, and those interests it is our duty to follow. Lord Palmerston. Yep. <laughs> Any student of statecraft would know in their bones. Yep. Not just that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, China. Question mark. China? China's private economy set for winter colder and longer than expected warns billionaire tycoon South China Morning Post Uh, China's middle class hit by shadow banking defaults (laughs) Financial Times quote uh, investors interviewed quote the best that can be done Um, what China's online shopping craze says about its bubble economy Michael Pettis Carnegie Endowment for International Peace from November but still very interesting University authorities suppress student protests in China. <laughs> uh, WSWS slogan: Give us back our Marxist student society. <laughs> uh, Chinese students miss out on early places at MIT. But what's to blame for the change in fortune? South China Morning Post: The failure of the U.S. Uh, United States Chinese hacking indictment strategy. Yeah, but Lawfare: China and U.S. play the great game in South Asia uh quartz india north korea in good company by the way just speaking of chinese food real quick (laughs) you weren't um crazy all i wanted was some crabby rangoons the other day i went to three different fucking restaurants in my area and you the best i could do was get a deconstructed crabby rangoon what is going on in our world (laughs) i don't get that man at that i'm still shocked i i have i went and i got onion rings just to like scratch that like fried itch or some shit but like i'm still unsatisfied and angry god damn (laughs) it anyway but yeah it's really funny (laughs) It's fucking weird. How the fuck can you be in San Francisco? Like there's like a there's a Chinese restaurant next like right around the corner from me that is like a, a mainstay in the city. Like fucking people like there there's a school around the corner that's fighting for this goddamn Chinese restaurant, right? And they don't have it. They got a fucking huge menu. You don't have crab meat rangoons?
9: What the fuck?
1: It, i think i remembered that from before like four years ago going over there and being like man you know what i'd like and you know what i didn't itch it then not scratch that it's then i ain't scratching now and goddamn it i bet you as soon as i leave here the, the one fucking thing that's gonna be on my mind out of all this other bullshit i don't give a fuck about any of this other shit <laughs> it's like crazy that's what i mean when i say about like falling into people's base desires or whatever like my mind could go on to that like for the rest of the week if i wanted it to you know like eventually today i will have some goddamn crabby rangoons if i have to go three cities over but like that just shows you know that just goes to show you like 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 the weirdness to me in the human mind like why does the why i don't give a fuck like if i really you know what here's the sad part to get the Krabby Rangoon I'd really really want I'd have to fly all the way to Kalamazoo or walk <laughs> and um, and have the, at Hunan Gardens Krabby Rangoon that's it boom that's it oh, that you there are very few things in this world a person could say is actually perfect like a circle those Krabby Rangoons god damn it oh. It's like (laughs) heaven. (laughs) Like, if there's an idea of, if there, you know, that idea of heaven where like everything is perfect, you've left like nothing to waste, just everything is just as it should be. That is at Hunan Gardens, Crab Meat Rangoon. God damn it. Oh, they're perfect. Oh, they're perfect. They look like little, little pouches like you could. Like like, if you made a little like uh like if you pinched all your little fingers together like in a cone, and in that cone was just that little perfect fucking blend of like oh, I don't know what it is, like sour cream or cream it can't be it's like cream cheese and crab or some shit, and oh, and that dipping sauce is bananas, Jeez oh pizza, all right, get out of my mind north korea <laughs> that's why i think i said it said in good company and <laughs> that's the next line in good company and after all that chinese and in good company it just shot me right over to hunan gardens <laughs> I, was like, I want Sichuan food yeah god damn it anywhere Visit North Korea today. We are proud to announce our new. This is a Twitter f- feed thing. Today we are proud to announce our new sponsorship agreement with Blythe Spartans FC. We are grateful for the chance to support clubs in the northeast of England. All right, <laughs> hmm, that's weird. Who cares? Good. Yeah. <laughs> People give North Korea a lot of shit, and I, <laughs> I just, I honestly don't know what's going on over there. Like, cause it, all the information that you get is like, twisted, all weird from somebody's POV. I would, I would love to just take a trip there and just see, like, just look around, cause it's yeah, you know, it's weird, cause it can't. I mean. I I don't know if it can be as bad as people make it out to be because the people who usually describe the badness of what they are generally are assholes and I wouldn't believe what the fuck they said on most things. So it's like, well, how do I know what's really going on behind that wall, right? It's so weird. Seem like nice folks. They're all folk, they're just people. (laughs) You know? I'm like, yeah, but anyway, it's a bummer for about those folks. But that, I like how they keep that motherfucking atomic bomb. Like, bitch, stay, step back, bitch. We've seen, we, we know how you do. <laughs> Smart enough to keep that shit. Uh, Trump transitioned to win the 2020 race. Trump will need five to fire more have uh, to fire more of his staff moon of Alabama. It's fine. Uh, Democrats in disarray. Surprise, surprise. New chair of climate crisis committee owns shares in fossil fuel fund. <laughs> Reid sludge Shocker. LinkedIn co-founder apologizes for deception in Alabama Senate race. By the way, I heard a LinkedIn ad the other day that was weird like they're trying to sell themselves oh yeah it was on podcast some fucking earwolf horseshit. they're selling you the goddamn (laughs) they're selling you loans they're selling you credit card and this one they were selling was linkedin linkedin's like hey bro you know like 74 percent of the 75 percent of the american workforce is on linkedin i was like what the fuck I, why how that is a fucked up number <laughs> i actively dislike that shit <laughs> oh that's by mark ames too he's a good damn uh, reporter but anyway um yeah but linkedin that was just weird and they have what the fuck uh, but the the point of mentioning that all those people were on it was, and a a large percentage haven't checked their uh, people are looking for them status type shit. And I was like, well, check it out on LinkedIn, get you a job. <laughs> like fuck you, man. <laughs> Selling me on getting a job. <laughs> all right. Uh, now we know why New York Times weirdly tried minimum. Minim- now we know why. At New York Times, weirdly tried minimi- minimizing the importance of the stunning story about Democratic Party spy contractors planting fake, quote unquote, Russian bots in Alabama election. The Times journalist who wrote it signed an undisclosed nondisclosure agreement, NDA, with, quote, new knowledge. I don't think we need to worry about whether it was the NDA's uh. I don't think we need to worry about whether it was the NDA said. The episode was obviously a, quote, ins- isolated incident caused by a, quote, few bad apples. Oof. New York Times reporter spoke at an event organized by Ala- Alabama Dirty Tricksters. BuzzFeed, new knowledge again. Move along, people, move along. There's no story here. Uh, new studies show pundits are wrong about Russian uh, social media involvement in u.s politics no shit aaron mate the nation alabama senate race cost 51 million if it was if it was impossible for a hundred thousand dollar new knowledge operation to affect a 2017 state election then how could it how could a comparable perhaps even less expensive russian operation possibly impact a 2.4 billion dollar u.s presidential election in 2016 good question no democrat deserves a free pass just because they're not trump no shit <laughs> gq i don't know did this guy check with Nero first ah boy <laughs> they really shit on that all right um healthcare john hopkins wrote the rules on patient safety but its hospitals don't always follow them. tampa bay times that's a bummer um famously free press Banishing truth, truth dig on Seymour Hirsch, exiled from the Asalia Corridor, along with Thomas Frank. The Asalia Corridor, just I, I don't know if everybody knows what that generally is, but I believe that's like the train that goes from like Washington to New York type shit. Like it's along the East Coast. It's sort of famous, but you know, I I had <laughs> I've not I don't think I've ever traveled on it, but I've just I've. It's one of those terms, A C E L A, I think it's Asela, corridor, but yeah, it's sort of like the main thoroughfare, I guess, of like where everybody goes, travels, and you know, whatever. It's like the Autobahn <laughs> for politicians and people of the, the political class
9: the political class
1: political oh sorry class warfare political apology of a lingerie model politics slash letters hmm worth the read the headline speaks to a fact of precarity not as clickbait okay if you're over 50, chances are the decision to leave a job won't be yours. <laughs> ProPublica, grade, And only 15 short years till Medicare. <laughs> the 20, uh, $21,000 cosmetology school debt and a $9 an hour job. New York Times from the Department of, do- of People Who Do Everything Right and Are Terribly Punished. <laughs> uh, the Prophet of Envy... Uh that is profit like uh, biblical style <laughs> style. Um New York Review of Books. Uh, slow going at first but gets rolling at mimetic crises Hmm. Crisis <laughs> uh you don't want Hide you want or yeah, you want social democracy, uh uh Jacobin. Yeah. Cool. Uh, commentary how to get over your fear and learn to speak up channel news asia if you make new year's resolutions this one might be worth considering yeah oh this is a cute picture of a god i don't even know what the hell those little kind of birds are but <laughs> we used to have in school like a parakeet or some shit <laughs> those little like red face green winged and all that stuff little picture of a parakeet and a leaning on a cat little kitten to sleep. It's on the edge of a cushion. And it's really close up. Alright. It's enough for that bullshit. My back is killing me. God damn it. I sorta of wanna see what this fucking profit of NB horseshit is real quick. Ow. Ow. Ooh. It does look interesting, boy. Oh, boy! There are so many things to check out in this world. <laughs> it's impossible to catch up. I have to know what this. F- I th- I think it's like um, uh, stocks and shit. The Valldi. V- what is this? The Valldi. Oh Jesus! A new nuclear era? What? <laughs> oh, it's just. Like, international shit. So, like, under President Trump, the U.S. withdrew from an Iranian Joint Comprehensive Action Plan, the JCPOA, and announced its intention to withdraw from the INF, the Intermediate-Range Nuclear Forces Treaty. <laughs> Both agreements cover the fundamental aspects of relations between countries in the nuclear sphere. Yikes. Okay. And then... Yikes. Hey, sounds like about international stuff. Okay, that'll be actually interesting to read later. <laughs> I was like, well, what the fuck? Uh, like I knew that name, but I wasn't quite sure what it was about. Oh, jeez. I'm just curious to see what these react, retract, redacted, retracted, re- restricted, retracted. Ugh. Come on, you. Hurry up, buttercup. Okay, fuck it I hate when I do that Alright, let's see That's so weird, you can hear everything (laughs) I have no idea what this is But I'm going to play this just because It's the first thing that popped up when I pushed this thing So
9: fuck it All right, okay, later my people now we don't know welcome to another special edition of we don't catch em. you know how we they do it for this program if you they suspect say your man or your woman they play ball outside this is the program to come for today edition one special woman fine girl fine anyhow they suspect say her man they shop ogbono outside the man like a goosey soup instead of him to choose a goosey or a bono, he they miss the two together as a matter of fact I like say this man they miss three different kind of soup together so now today we go know Say I with the cry, they see road. Come with me, make we go buster.
10: Oh i to go do, go do it. Celebrate on the beat. Celebrate on the beat. Yeah, me holiday. It's just crazy, baby. Johnny leave me, follow Cynthia, and I don't know what to do. And he talks say I'm not one. Like the way Cynthia. If I no see my Johnny, Johnny, Johnny I f- am yeah, yeah. looking for my Johnny, I'm looking for my honey You're telling me this, you telling me that I say this is not for me Johnny do me funny, Johnny do me funny. He's doing me this, he's doing me that But I know what's him on me you Canada, we go Tokyo. Yesterday he say he'd go Morocco. Uh, he's in Ziziko, he's in Galileo. Na lie, na lie, na Vinokou. Uh, this one, na Gobe. Iya katta, original Gobe. See me, see my life. Join me, me follow
9: You can see we are leaving them, everybody, to discover where Johnny is. Uh-huh. There is no way we will not we see you. Uh-huh. Is, is, is
10: that not Johnny? to
9: Don't catch him so today we want to ask you huh? this thing what you do you think a good to break hearts of more than four women can't give one belle, promise another one marriage wait what do you get to talk for this matter I don't, I don't, not, not you know but these women they say they know you you friend them and we can still see you for a coral with another one you want to say you don't know these four women Eh? Look the four of them where plus you one we carry loot You
2: know you
9: White know
10: them know them <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: and the others were arrested at Nagchuka, the main gateway to Lhasa, charged with being spies. The boys are on the trail of Paul Mounier, whom everyone thinks is a scientist who has brought his valuable inventions and experiments to Tibet. In reality, Mounier is the octopus. He has framed the secret police so that they will be unable to follow him to his new headquarters, but Clint clears his party of the alleged guilt by having the Tibetan police chief, Cable Chief Riley, in New York. Riley's reply proves their innocence, and we now find the boys and Chief Tipo talking over the next move.
5: I cannot tell you how perturbed I am over your past treatment, Mr. Barlow. But you must understand the word of such a noted man as Paul Mounier makes Yes, of course, Chief Tipo. Let's forget the whole thing. But this Mounier, tell me more about him. As I have already said, he has come to the often, but never to stay. This time, however, he plans staying here.
4: Not if we can help it. We're going to take that guy back to the good old USA as our prisoner. I'll say
5: so, Barney. You still insist that Mounier is the octopus? Yes. And don't forget that you promised to tell us his whereabouts and also aid in his capture if proof came that we were the secret police. Well, that proof has come. I know, Mr. Barlow, but you must appreciate my position, my responsibility. Should you be wrong about Mounier, my government would be placed in a most embarrassing position. Yes, I realize that, and for that reason, we must work in absolute secrecy. But work we must. Now first, where is Mounier headed for? He has taken the house overlooking the pass of the Iron Dagger. It is a little to the north of Lhasa. Is it the only house there? Yes, Speed. My countrymen have no love for the past. It is wild and desolate. This house was built some years ago by an exiled prince. In fact, he went mad in it. And since that time, no one has lived in the house. No? It is well built, richly furnished. But the shepherds have brought down strange tales about it. They say it is haunted.
4: Well, I feel sorry for any spook that's haunting that house now that the octopus has moved in. He'll de-ghost it soon
5: enough. Is the place easy to reach, Chief Tipo? No, to my knowledge, there is only one route to the house. A narrow, winding trail that is slippery and treacherous. is particularly when the hour of the wind is at hand. Wind? I've gotten more wind
4: in my face since coming to Tibet than I have any other place in the world. Don't you get sick
5: of it, chief people? We hardly notice it, Mr. Dunlap. Tibetans are accustomed to wind and snow.
4: Yeah, I guess the beach at Waikiki had bore you to tears, but not me, boy. No, come back from Hawaii, Barney. We're still on the trail of the octopus. Don't I know it? My neck's still stiff from that avalanche he sent down on us at our last stop. Avalanche? Sure. The octopus uses avalanches and typhoons for calling cards.
6: You'll help us, Catherine, won't you, Chief Tippo? Give us the men and ammunition we need. I'll
5: help the secret police any way I can, Speed. But we must work in secrecy until we are sure that Mounier and the octopus are the same man. Sure, we can do that all
6: right. In fact, that'll be all the better. If the octopus knew we were coming, he'd have a chance to clear out again or hide what he was doing.
5: The pass of the Iron Dagger is not very far from here, is it? No, it is at the head of the valley near Lhasa. Good. You send out the call for your best men, Chief Depot. And we shall advance on the pass as soon as possible. You ain't gonna fly there, Clint. Oh, let the
4: octopus know we're around. Huh? Don't be foolish. Uh, just the same, I'd like that plane handy for a quick getaway.
5: There won't be a getaway this time, Bonnie.
6: What do you mean,
4: Clint?
5: We'll stay until we capture the octopus. Or he destroys us. But I've got a hunch that the pass of the Iron Dagger is going to be the end of the trail for him.
8: (laughs) And Clint Barlow thought that he could end my activities. Instead, I stopped him. He will be forced to return empty-handed. He will be the laughing stock of the service.
7: But there is the barest chance, Master, that he convinced Chief Tipo that you really were the octopus instead of Paul Mounier.
8: No chance of that, Kwan I know Chief Tipo too well. And speaking of Mounier, how do I look now since applying this makeup? Would you recognize me?
7: No. But what if Tipo sees you? He will notice the change in your appearance?
8: Tipo will not see me. He remains safe in Nagchuka. There is little chance of his even coming to Lhasa, much less to my lonely
7: house. True. But other government officials know you and remember you took out citizenship papers here in Tibet.
8: Some years ago, yes. But the changes I have made in my face will not be noticed by those who have only seen me a few times. The gray hairs and glasses I have added, they might be the product of years, too.
7: They indeed give you the appearance of a man of science. Quite.
8: But now let me put away this makeup. I have other things to do. The workers will soon arrive with my Tibetan agent.
7: How will they come?
8: By the hidden ways, the underground passages. Do you know, Wu, I could bring an army into this house without anyone outside knowing about it?
7: Excellent. We may need an army. We are
8: well protected. My aviators are standing by at Black Pass. They can fly here on a moment's notice should the need arise.
7: Do you intend bringing Marsha Winfield here?
8: Not right away. First, I wish to get the slave route started between here and India, over the Himalayas. There is time enough for the girl. What are you going to do with her? I am not sure yet.
7: With Barlow out of the way, there is no need for me to hold her as hostage. You are sure that he and the others no longer pursue us, Master? Yes, but do not worry.
8: I shall make doubly sure before I destroy the girl and splinters along with her. I must silence both their tongues forever. Meanwhile, they wait in Lhasa
7: under the eye of my Tibetan agent. Mm, the wind is starting again. Let it blow. Master, in spite of all your plans, in spite of our seeming safety, I have the feeling of disaster. I do not like this place. We should never have come here. Guanwu. Wu,
8: I would advise you to keep such feelings to yourself. I, uh, I have not told you everything about this house. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it was built by a madman. And has dungeons, torture rooms such
7: as you have never seen. If you anger me too much. Master, uh, you would not destroy your faithful servant. You can serve me only as
8: long as you are fearless. When a man becomes a coward, he is useless to me, and I destroy useless things. But
7: I do not deserve such a fate. You shall bring about your own fate
8: by your future actions, Kwan Wu. I advise you to lose your cowardice instead of losing your courage. <laughs> if you do not want to lose your life.
3: Oh, here comes Speed now.
4: Thank heaven, now we
6: can
5: get the whole story. What's up, Speed? They told us we were cleared of the spy charges, but wouldn't tell us anything more.
6: Gee, I'm sorry, Bob.
0: And you and Clinton, Bonnie Barney have been in the chief of police's office for so long. We'd about giving up hope of ever getting out of here.
6: Don't worry about that, Gene. You'll get out of jail, all right. But you're going to stay in Nagchuka while we go up to a place called the Pass of the Iron Dagger.
5: Pass of the Iron Dagger? But why, Speed? Because we think that's where the octopus is. The octopus? Then you've convinced Chief Tipo that the octopus
6: is really in Tibet? Well, not quite. You see, he thinks the octopus is a scientist, Paul Munier, but he's willing to help us in attacking his hideout. Where is it? A house overlooking this Iron Dagger Pass. Worst of it is, though, we've got to do the whole thing in secret, so they won't get Tippo and bad if Munier isn't the octopus. I don't quite understand. The whole story is awful mixed up, Doctor Kingsley. But it'd take too long for me to tell you everything that's happened while we've been in there. We want to start to the octopus hangout as soon as Tippo gets his men together.
0: Oh, speed! Please don't go to that path of the Iron Dagger. I'm afraid.
6: Nothing for you to be afraid of. You'll be safe here in Nogchuka.
0: Oh, it isn't me I'm afraid
6: for. But you. Golly, I wouldn't miss this for anything, Gene. We've tracked the octopus halfway across the world, and now we've just about got him. It's going to be great.
5: I'll say so. Just let me get to that octopus, and I'll make him take tell me where Marcia and Larry Winfield are if I have to choke it out of him.
6: Well, I... I don't think you're going with us on this trip, Bob. What? No. Clint thought you ought to be here in case anything goes wrong. In
5: case anything goes wrong? Well, then I should be with you. Where's Clint? Just let me talk to him. Here he comes now with Barney. Oh, hello there, Bob. What's all the excitement about? Well, Speed just told me I wasn't going with you on the octopus raid. Well, that's right. You'll be more valuable here. I must have someone that I can depend on to keep me in touch with what's going on here. And then, too, you can keep an eye on Dr. Kingsley and Jean. Well, I'm afraid we're causing you a great deal of trouble, Glenn. No, not at all, Doctor. But we all need a little more patience. Now, once the octopus is captured, well, then we can relax.
0: And I'll see
4: Marsha again.
5: You bet you will, honey. Well, Clint... When do we start
4: disguising
5: ourselves as yaks or yas, as you want to call it? What are you talking about, Barney? <laughs> uh, because we must work in secrecy, Bob, we're disguising ourselves as Tibetan shepherds. People's men won't have to change their appearance since they are native Tibetans. Yeah, all they have
6: to do is put on shepherd clothes. But we've got to make up to look like Tibetans. Well, do you think such a disguise
5: will avert suspicion, Clint? Uh, yes, I do, Doctor. Should any of us be discovered before I give the signal for attack, we can say that we're looking for some lost animals. It'll be logical
6: enough. It's sure going to be exciting. It'll be night by the time he reaches the pass and the wind has come up. It'll be just like something you're reading books.
4: Well, believe me, kid, I wish I was reading all this in a book. Octopus hunting on Iron Dagger Pass on a windy night ain't my idea of a
5: pleasant evening. Oh, don't talk so much, Barney. We barely have time to get our makeup on. Chief Tepo is getting his men ready fast. Well, go ahead. Make me up. I ain't stopping you.
4: But I'd a lot rather go on a raid for once with my eyes wide open instead of being taped up to look Chinese or Tibetan. I want to see where I'm going. Maybe you had the right
5: idea first. I'll make you up as a yak. As long as we have to drive you, might as well make it look realistic. Hey, you'll be wanting me to bleat next or moo.
6: What does a yak do? Search me, Barney. The ones he's seen so far haven't made any noise.
5: (laughs) Barney gave him too much competition. (laughs) Uh,
4: Everyone seems mighty gay, considering that we're about to go after the number
6: one criminal of the world. Why not, Barney? Isn't Clint the number one secret policeman of the world? I wonder what will happen when you really stand face to face. I'd like to see that
5: meeting. Yeah, I hope we'll be able to, Doc. Exactly. And that's why we might as well laugh now. Because something tells me the meeting at the pass of the Iron Dagger will be no laughing matter.
1: Alrighty folks. By the way, that song before that was by Yemi Alad or Elade, L A A D E. Uh that's Johnny Official Music Video. Um that's from I don't know uh Effizzy E F F Y Z Z I E Entertainment. It's from the album Black Magic came out 2014 that's got eight almost nine million views 8.9 million, eight point nine million right eight comma nine million so anyway just at least give credit where credits due like what in the hell was that <laughs> right i love new shit i just i don't give a fuck like that's one thing i you know i don't know what people think about me but certainly one of the things they don't do enough is show me new fun shit and i'm always a big fan of just different new fun just different anything so that was cool um i have a feeling the video was really fun but i have a feeling that's going to be a case of uh the video outpacing the um the song even though the song was cool it's the um yeah video was actually kind of fun because like all through that stuff like you hear like the guy talking that was like a a man on the street interview type shit and like you know there are a lot of visual component things that i think add to that song which is like i said i'll have to just listen to it just solo I guess i'll have to listen to this episode damn it all right yeah that's the nice part about the live doing this live i don't have to edit well i almost well i can't really edit shit so i'm a big fan of that i'd rather just catch what's going on than some ho dump version of it even you know i think that goes back to that c-span shit right i'd rather watch the whole fucking senate hearing than your chopped up version Cause I can just, you know, if hell, if I want to chop it up, I can chop it up. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was funny, And I went down a rabbit hole fucking baby name thing. I know like the last 10 years, see, this is, this is why it's always good to look things up before you start hot taking shit. Noah's been popular for like 10 years. Obviously, me not being a parent, I wouldn't fucking, know. that shit is so far from my radar. I wouldn't, I couldn't have told you. So, that's interesting to me. I guess, uh, what's it, I think it was Jessica in the 70s, Jennifer, or it's either Jessica in the 70s, Jennifer in the 80s, or vice versa. But they, like, for 10 years, names will sort of stick on the thing. I always forget that that, that shit always comes up on the uh, end of the year list. Like, it's one of the many things that people always, you know, every end, end of the year, it's like, it's such an arbitrary, it's what's weird is it's just an arbitrary date, you know, <laughs> right, you know, it's like, it could, we could have picked, you know, what we call like June 1st to be the first of the year, you know, so it's like, whatever, man, and so, you yeah, know, it's nice to take stock, you uh, that's what was so sad about that Rialto report thing was because, uh I don't, I'm not going to just ruin a nice story for you so but uh, i can break your heart those people is there any hope on climate change or we just screwed i hear this question all the time when people find out what i do for a living yeah let's see yeah, it is generally the first thing they ask. I've never uh, had a straight have a I never have a straightforward, satisfying answer, so I answer. So I usually dodge it. But in recent years, it has come up more and more often. So let's tackle it head on. In this post, I will lay out the per, the pessimism and the case for cautious optimism, pivoting off of a pivoting off a new series of papers from leading climate in- economists. Oh, they're economists hey well we won't lose all our asses right <laughs> first let's, let's talk about the question itself which contains a number of dubious assumptions yeah and let's see if we can hone it in hone it into something more concrete and answerable is there hope <laughs> is the wrong question when people ask about hope i don't think they they are after an objective assessment of the odds hope is not a prediction that things will go well it's not a forecast or an expectation uh, but then, what it is exact, what is it exactly? It's less intellectual than emotional. It's a feeling. As I wrote at length in this old post, um, the feeling people are, going, are groping for is fellowship. People can face even overwhelming odds with good spirits if they feel part of a community dedicated to a common purpose. What's terrible is not facing great threat and long odds. What's terrible is facing them alone. Happily... Those working to address climate change are not alone. There are more people involved and more avenues for engagement every day. There are plenty of fellowship to be found. So, there you go. And there's a bunch more to read. But that's that that case for conditional optimism. It's on Vox and all that stuff. So, there you go. Something to check out while you're uh, going through your day-to-day. Oh, man. What a day. Oh yeah, mega Man. did Didn't some asshole like win like a billion dollars yesterday or some shit? <laughs> oh man, isn't that a bitch? But you know that was, <laughs> that was like one of those things I was thinking. Um, like like I said, where the human mind goes, where just any mind goes when um, just sitting idle. God, I'll never forget sitting there just. Hands freezing outside and just being like, I wonder what Derek Jeter's doing right now. <laughs> oh no, shut up, fucking computer. I hate when they do that. I can't even tell what this noise is coming from there. <laughs> I just shut it I shut it all down <laughs> how about that that's a good way of doing it just shut it all down there you go anyway but yeah i was just thinking about uh like how weird just the sit there and go hmm, wonder what he's doing gives a fuck oh man you know what how about this i got like 15 minutes and a million things i actually did want to talk about but i am not going to because i can't think of any of them right now so i'm gonna look up where the fuck i can get crab meat rangoon (laughs) and what's really funny i'm so fucking glad that i learned to type (laughs) like in 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 uh in high school or whatever the fuck and because like Trying to talk and do this shit at the same time is surprisingly hard. <laughs> uh, like, it's it's weird because you try- like I don't know. For me, it's it's just one of those like I don't want a fucking recipe there. Crabman, crab rangoon, Thai restaurant and bar. Fucking a, there you go. Well, you know what I'll be doing tonight. Twelve bucks. Just kidding. Anyway. (laughs) Yep. It's crab meat, carrots, onions, cream cheese wrapped in wonton. I told him charge me fucking ten bucks. There they are. They look perfect too. God damn it. Yep. Guess I'll be there. The delivery address? That can't be right oh this is for the order thing like one yelp street where the fuck is yeah i would i so would not be surprised if fucking if there was a yelp street um in this town at all (laughs) 1 800 yelp street that's fucking funny i know that name osha that's like around me somewhere motherfuckers (laughs) <laughs> no, it's like It's so close to me I can see the fucking Yeah That I mean, ain't it That's the one Oh no, Union Street No, that's not it This is a different one they got different ones, B. OSHA's a thing. I had no idea. What's funny, I keep calling it OSHA because that is what it's called. But it's it's like OSHA in America is the what op, Occupational Safety Hazard like Administration or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah. OSHA. That's awesome. Boo-doo-doo. You know what? I never went up that far. God damn it. Anyway. Holy shit! Pam Benjamin's on here. I guess she yelps stuff. <laughs> she has a lot of goddamn friends on here. People like her. Pam's cool. Ever? I, I must have. Eh, hey, fuck it. I'll tell it again. Tell the story about how I met Pam. Pam. Uh, Pam Benjamin, owner of a uh, Mutiny. I must have. There's no way I didn't. I hey, fuck it. I'll tell it again. Maybe this time I'll be more concise you know th- in fact this is good practice for uh telling shit on stage not that i'd ever tell this on stage but there you go okay so um i think it was 2009 yeah 2009 2010 i was out there working for um it must have might have been Seitler at the time or something either way had hey, a little part-time gig. Oh, you know what? I was probably working for uh, Tendland Housing Clinic. And I worked over there. And, uh, like, on the weekends in my neighborhood, um, there's always something going on because it's the mission. And, oh, shit, there's always something going on all the time. But there's certainly, like, activities and stuff. And back then, they used to do this thing on, like, 23rd and doesn't matter like let's say cap street just for sake of argument and like they take a whole block and like on saturdays this little small side street would be shut off and you'd have people out there just like uh certainly wasn't ad hoc but just like people selling shit and just you know just like art stuff and just whatever the fuck was just sort of up and down you know it was like a sort of like swap meet let's just say it like that because it, it's not but it sort of was like arts arts and crafts meets swap meet type thing and down there sitting on her butt on the uh on the road because the road was shut off so she's sitting in the middle of the road in her jeans and shit was uh pam well, you know it was to be known later but um well i guess i actually have met her then I'm hi I'm Pam Benjamin hi, I'm George and um I had certainly probably was just been drinking it was May yeah it was like early May and uh I had her uh because she had an old oh anyway she's sitting on her butt and she has a green typewriter she's cross-legged um and she's waiting for people to buy her she has a new book first book i find out later (laughs) sitting next to her and um she's just looking for customers you know (laughs) got her sandwich board out hey baby let's you know let's get some poems and uh so i I don't know. I like supporting local artists. Like if I, it, I, I, don't know. I empathize. If I was in there in her position, I would want someone to buy my book. And look, I, I was cool. Look, and you know, just look cool. So I was like, all right, man. Sure, fuck it. Yeah, how much? How much is your book? She's like, I think she said it was like ten bucks or whatever. And like, she was selling poems for five bucks. So I was like, all right, man, I'll take a poem and a book. And like, because my mom's birthday is like at the end of that month. And I was like, well, I'll buy her a card. I'll put the poem in the card and be like, you know, kind of a handcrafted, cool, little different sort of gift. Cool. You know, right on. So she writes it and her not knowing any of like anything about me. She's like, hey, right? Cinco de Drinko. Because <laughs> I think it was the 5th of May. So she was like, Cinco de Drinko. And wrote this really cute poem about, you know, like the fun of drinking, like for Cinco de Mayo or whatever the fuck. And it was like, happy birthday. And I was like,. <laughs> thank you and it's been in that book ever since (laughs) she signed it like number 390 or like yeah i was thinking like 398 or 400 or you know four to five you know that type of shit and that was it boom boom i buy the book i take it home i put it away it was a nice quick interaction um cut to like three years later i actually cut to like a year later i'm out in my neighborhood once again drinking and i hop over to this place where i'm sitting right now and the design was a little different and things were a little different but the people were cool and they're like hey man yeah you should come back i'm like yeah right whatever you know like i had left a decent impression or whatever and then like boom two years later i come down here because i'm finally like all right well i'm gonna try to do like i have to get this shit out of me or i'm gonna go crazy so i go over there and i come in and i recognize her face because i am awful Awful with names, but I am a murderer with faces. Like if I see you once, I I got it. So like I'm names fucked. I could I've known people for years and not known their names, <laughs> right? And it's not not even like a good. I'm not proud of it, but it's like one of those things where, in fact, it was kind of a good thing because like. It taught me to be like, fuck that. Who cares? In fact, then the sooner the better. The sooner you don't, if you don't know someone's name, you just tell them, look, man, I'm really, just be honest. I'm bad with names. (laughs) Like, I have to write this down. And if I don't, like, I I have to have a hook for you, man. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I can't, I don't know. It's bad. I don't know. Don't give a fuck. Just don't care. Don't do it. So, like, all that. um, Anyway, see, this is where you get sidetracked on your stories. All right. So cut to three years, two years after that, I come down here. She's doing, it's the Monday thing. And um, it's the joke workshop, (laughs) which, by the way, I don't think is actually the best idea for your first time getting up because you go up and then. Oh, wait, I, I think it, maybe it was a Thursday because I thought joke workshop would have been weird or the other way I don't remember see <laughs> either way I went to one of them and she was here obviously because she was always running the boards or doing something and um, I recognized her face and like she had brought up she weirdly she had had like her other two books like here and I don't think she had written one in a while she was like giving one to somebody or something it was weird and then eventually I just make the quick connection oh this is the lady I met sitting down there and then I basically tell her hopefully a better version of the story than I just told which I've told now like a few times but Man, I, I that's what kills me about myself man i can't seem to tell a concise story a to b to c d done it's like you see it's like i i, I go one full way where i'm expanding and expounding or i tell the most boring version of the story like you know he went to the store you know instead take all the fucking side notes yeah well what did he do to the store what did he see on the way what did he think about what did he look at the ground none of that shit it's just he he went to the store (laughs) it's so weird and then like um because like if i tell it the way that i really want to tell it the man will never make it to the store (laughs) i was thinking about that on my way here i was looking at the ground when i was walking and i was thinking if i used to like doing this when i was a kid like i could i would have like a full-on imagination of what was going on and all kinds of weird like you know uh, like all kinds of stuff and um god damn it like there would be like almost like a full little story like on every little cement piece between you know like you just walk through and just uh oh so good <sighs> anyway um, uh oh, i got buttercup in my head Alright, yeah. I have to go to OSHA. All I've been. Okay, there you go. Alright. All I've been looking at lately has just been. What? what, All these fucking. um, uh, Crappy things. Anyway, I'll stop now. Because. I can't. Weird. I can type and talk. I can't fucking read and talk, which makes sense. Anyway. Oh, here's what we'll do. We'll be right back. I just died in your arms tonight. It must have been something you said. All right, here we go. There's a fucking toy piano in here that, like, comedians will fuss with when they come in on their days, so and I'm just like, why are you playing with the piano? <laughs> anyway. <sighs> so, yeah. I never really get that bored, because there's always something to fuss with, and, um, uh, what a time pickle. Oh. Oh. Like, I'll literally pick up anything. I found this book called All New Easy True Stories. A picture-based beginning reader. Because I was just fucking standing there. And (laughs) all it is is literally. Because, like, it's exactly what it says. It's a picture-based beginning reader. (laughs) Right? Give me the money, Hess Express. (laughs) <laughs> like hey george maybe you can learn how to tell a fucking story early morning a man walks into a store it is a small store it has only one cash register and one cashier the man has a 20 dollars bill in his hand he puts the money on the counter do you have change for a 20 the man asks the cashier i don't think so the cashier says but i'll look the cashier opens the cash register the man shows the cashier a gun, then shows the cashier a bag. "Give me all the money," the man says. "Put it in the bag." But dot 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 the cashier says, "Give me all the money," the man says, "Put it in the bag." But the cashier says, "Give me all the money," the man shouts, "Put it in the bag." The man the cashier puts all the money in the bag. The man takes the bag and runs out the store. Later the man opens the bag. What is in it? All the money from the cash register. What is on the counter at the store? The man's $20 bill. Jesus. (laughs) Pre-reading. Look at the pictures. Listen to your teacher tell the story. (laughs) So the first picture is just like quick stop, fell in jeans, kind of button up shirt, sort of schlubby, you know, white guy, looks like uh a... But I always like how they portray different people. I guess that's why I got this book. The guy looks like um, God. If I had to describe him, this looks like a. It's weird. Is you would think nondescript, but the way that they like drew him slightly hunched. (laughs) He stands sort of like I do. Like like his top hat. Like like the top third of his body is like a little too hipsy turvy and wants to lean forward so (laughs) like you know from like the top of his spine up his neck he's slightly arched and there's this guy the cashier he's got the quick stop (laughs) shirt just a circle that says quick stop in it he's just smiling he's like young 20s by the way the dude that they show is probably in his mid 30s early 40s and the guy working the counter is like maybe mid mid 20s late 20s right and he's like hey dude (laughs) he's all smiling Hey, you got change by the time you get to five he's got this big ass gun to the guy's head and the kid's not looking still he's still looking down at the money (laughs) which not the worst employee but he's up there then six the kid's shaking (laughs) right um which is funny because he's 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 not actually shaking, but or like with motion lines, they just have him just sort of stand there looking shocked. But the bottles behind his head are sort of squiggly, kind of giving it a (laughs) what sort of accent to it. So that guy who was once hunched. He's really funny. He's like, he's slightly pudgy, even when he's running out the door. <laughs> like, Whoever drew this dude, they made sure he was like a slightly off. Then he looks down and he sees a 10 and a 5, which is funny. The, they're both inept. The guy robbing the place, the guy getting robbed, like the guy getting, the guy robbing the place never looked down to see it because you look, it's a 10 and a 5. He's got a whole fucking bag, and he put a $10 bill and a $5 bill in there and was like, <laughs> what? Anyway, there you go. <laughs> Give me the money. Just reading stories for fucking infants, basically. All right, perfect. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to splint some time. Splint. I'm trying to splint some time. And... uh. I'll just play some music on the way out. Fuck it. Who cares? Rihanna, man down. I don't want to listen
5: to her. I want to hear somebody
1: I don't know. I'm going to put in 2018. 2018 song. Let's see what these people think is the fucking best song of the year. Uh, you know? <laughs> All this fucking thing says a song 2018. And we'll just see what happens. Here we go. Oh, oh you me. Okay. Oh,
0: the way you move the way you feel 2018 in a nutshell.
2: bien baby. Taki, 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 taki,
10: rumba! Whoa, oh 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 I am music, I am boy, boy. he say he wanna touch it, and tease it, and squeeze it, with my piggyback, is hungry, my nigga, you need to feed it, if the text ain't freaky, I don't wanna read it, and just to let you know, this Punani is undefeated, hey, he say he So who you gonna leave me you for You hoes got shit When I'm hoppin' my whole bridge Bitch, and I work like I'm broke still But the love be so fake But the hate be so real El booty sobresale de mi traje No trae pantisitos Pa' que el nene no trabaje
2: Es que yo me sé lo que tú Crees que tú no sabes Dice que no quiere Pero se quiere comerle el equipaje Báilame como si fuera la última vez Y enséñame ese pasito Que no sé Un besito bien suavecito, bebé Taki-taki Taki-taki rumbo
11: My body I didn't know how to play But work it keep it tight every day